Um, hello, everyone on the internet. Hi. Uh, <laughs> guys, I forgot to tell you something, and I what? just realized it now. Um, so, last night, I went to that this ball. I already told you, Jan, and Darius knows yeah, about yeah. it. Uh, and a part of the ball tradition, or at least with this group that I went with, is to have um, lengthy, uh, l- like, names, like, you know, Duke of of this, and to have all these, like, prerequisites to your name. Oh, I saw, Dylan. I'm excited <laughs> for what you're about to say. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> I had to pick one for my first time going there. So my name, I had to pick uh, Lord Schweitzer. Uh, yes. in honor of of the doctor Schweitzer 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 uh, my, my full name is uh, Lord Schweitzer King of the Diamond uh, and the Diamond is a tavern that's recently opened in town and I just got out of the used horse business and I'm trying to get into the tavern <laughs> business and I, I got let into this fancy ball and I'm trying to sell people on my, my new tavern this just yeah. really feels like a bunch of people who play D&D it's Put a together, yeah, like it's, an event. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and to be honest, I was talking to Henry about it. It's a lot more fun than like going to like a Comic-Con thing cuz everyone's just wearing like goofy ass like m- medieval costumes. There's like no Marvel or Star Wars. There's no like brands. It's just like people dressed as fairies and wizards and all sorts of weird shit. It's super fun. Yeah. That sounds like a blast. How often does it happen? Uh once a year, I think. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I saw a Smurf. There are these two people dressed as Smurfs, and I was like, great job, guys. <laughs> Speaking of Thanks. Murphs. Murphs. Things things that have the word, the sound Murf in them. Uh, we're doing our, our first Prodigy episode today. Prodigy. Kobayashi. Kobayashi. Season one, episode six. Kobayashi Murphs. Uh, which is which is a a, a a tricky place to to plop into halfway through a serialized season. What? Um, but it, this one works. It just works, doesn't it? Works. It works. And oh, you want to know why it works? Episode. You want to know why, why it does works? it work? Because holodeck. it's very heavily holodecky. And if you know yeah. Star Trek, then yeah. you're like, ah, I'm fine with this. Like I'm I'm okay with this. But I feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot of if you're a kid and you got thrown into the middle of this, you're probably lost as shit. Like I am kind of curious about this. Uh, I don't know why they would serialize something that's a like obviously like a younger person's show. I feel like it would have just been way better to have it be not serialized. Yeah, am I wrong here? I agree with you. I think it should not be serialized. I think we're in. I think, I think it should we're, be kit. It, I think we're in a such a a serialized society when it comes to television at this point in time that like the people who made it just couldn't think of a way to not make it serialized i think they could have gone the avatar the last airbender route where it's like you have this strong very clear end goal at the end of every season Mm -hmm. or like overarching thing but every episode stands alone really clearly so this is the episode where ang learns how to you know firebend uh I think that they should have done that. I think it's just a little too serialized, this one. Yeah. It's like a little too much like, where are we in the story? Okay, yeah. I think you're right, Jan. I think they, 
yeah. think they should have gone the La- Avatar The Last Airbender route and instead, and correct me if I'm wrong because I haven't watched a lot of it, they went the uh, Clone Wars route. No. Where like... They did not. Clone Wars? Because, sorry, I, I, I was thinking they should do the Clone Wars route because the first like two seasons of Clone Wars are like uber um, episodic. Like yeah, they're, insanely they're episodic. Almost. Okay. But right. they're yeah. great. They're really good. Yeah. And then later... In the seasons, then they start to get more serialized once you've warmed up. Gotcha. Because I was watching, I, I like, I like popped in on a Clone Wars episode that uh, Sasha's nephews were watching when I was when we were over at their place, and I'm like, I must have been one of the later seasons because yeah. he just sat there and was like. Uh, this person is this person, and it's because of this, this, and this. And I was like, "Yeah, because it's confusing as shit." If you don't Sick, know all dude. that stuff, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like I've watched. I think the first two seasons. Like occasionally, I'll watch it when I'm working out or something. And I, I, they have little three episode arcs, which yeah. I'm down for. Yeah, like, I love that. This yeah. is the Boba Fett as a kid arc. It's yeah. Like, oh, okay, cool. I'm I'm locked in. Uh, but they also did a lot of stuff out of order in the first few seasons, which is super weird and yeah. disorienting. You have to use like a watch order list. Uh, but in that sense too, <laughs> it just shows that they were more interested in just showing certain stories before other stories. Yeah. That's and just fine. certain parts of the world that they wanted to explore. Yeah. We need a Star Trek anthology show, man. That's just like That's... random shit. Yeah. Yeah. The NX like, files. Well, that's what they were gonna NX do. Files. Yeah, that's what they were going to do with with Discovery, right? Really? And then they, I, I don't know. Maybe that's just people fan. That's what they were gonna do whatever. with Discovery. I think. I think so. I don't know. Maybe, that's what they I'm were gonna do that. with fucking Star Wars with their uh, uh, what's it called uh, collection that turned into not that the Star Wars. Oh, Mandalorian. No, they were the what's the what's all the movies that just aren't the Skywalker story? Oh, oh, oh. like Rogue One, yeah, and yeah. Solo, and they have a sp- specific name. I can't remember what like their name Star is. Star Wars stories. They have yeah, like a they, they have like a a branding. It was like Star Wars something, you know, like Star Wars story. Star Wars story. Yeah. I think it's story. I think it was a Star Wars story. I think. I, yeah, but I think it was like and and uh, whatever. But that, that was, was anthology. A, Maybe I don't know. They they were originally gonna make those like anthology shit where like it was like Star Wars of different genres, and they they shied away from it because they think they got scared. Corporate interests. It's, I think they just don't really understand really what makes it work. Yeah, and you see with Rise of Skywalker, they were just, they kind of realize they didn't realize they they were like I don't know. Let's just it's just about. It's just about the Skywalkers. It's just about them. It's about <laughs> it's what it's everyone about, loves. Two people love. It's, it's about <laughs> it's about two families uh, who have fucked up the galaxy over the course of seventy years. That's all it is. That's all it is. The Last Jedi was like, what if it could be anybody or anything that changes anything, and this cycle of these two families fucking everything up could could so be cool. over. And then they're like, we don't understand why the fans hated some fan, some a vocal minority hated this, but we have to change everything for them. Why? One of the most the- wild. <laughs> Go ahead, Don. Sorry. What's that? Oh, just one of the most wild course corrections in all of cinema history. It's I've a ever course. Seen. Yeah, it's it's not even a correction, well, right? A, it's a course. A, perceived course correct. Like right. they thought they were correcting the course, but like, woof. 
it came it really came down to them uh letting JJ Abrams take it back over because he can't just yeah. let the fact that all of the shit that he did and then Ryan Johnson came in and said fuck your shit he can't let that happen he had to be like no i had a plan <laughs> i never thought i'd and then it turns out the plan was was shitty. bad <laughs> was stupid it was bad <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, and we're diving into a little bit of a Star Trek, bo- Star Wars podcast here. But uh, the guy who was supposed to direct the uh, third one, Colin Trevorrow, the guy who made Jurassic yeah. World, which is one of yeah. my most despised movies. I fucking and he's yeah. a horrible director. He's a terrible director. Yeah, I would have rather seen his version uh-huh. of that third Star Wars movie because it. One may have been fucking rad because I remember him saying like some things leaking of him saying like. I actually want to shoot in space. I want to go up to space and shoot some stuff for Star Wars. And I was like, you're a crazy person. Awesome. I mean, <laughs> if you're looking at a budget, you're like, when, when am I going to have $300 million to play with again? <laughs> Just shoot your shot. And at that point, I feel like Colin, Colin Trevor or whatever his name is would have been like, also, I'm casting um, Tom Cruise in this movie and he's yeah. going to be oh, in fuck, space yeah. with me. Because Tom Cruise wants yeah. to do that. And I'm pretty there, sure he's, I think he's, he's putting on, him in space. In, I think he's in like talks to do it. Russia's already yeah. done it. Russia beat us to it. They made a movie in space. They they shot things in space. They they sent the main actor and the cinematographer up to the International Space Station to shoot part of a movie at the that's International sick. Space Station because they wanted to beat us to it. Well, they I mean that's they usually do. We just don't yeah. hear about it. <laughs> They beat us to the moon. Yeah, they beat us to the moon. They beat I us. live in the For All Mankind alternate yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah. Where everything is much better. Do I need to watch that show? Yeah, It man. gets better. You do. It's, it's fucking great. It's, it's, it's great. It's good. <laughs> and it gets, it gets to the point where you're like, oh, this is just a soap opera, but I'm okay it's with it. It's 100% that. Really? So I'm okay good. with it. It's a space opera, 100%. Like, <laughs> because every like three episodes, one of the worst possible things you could ever imagine happening to you in space happens. happens. Oh, God. And you're like, oh, <laughs> how are you going to deal with that? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, Oh man, that was fucked up. What happened in space the other day? Yeah, I mean, it's what it's what's <laughs> yeah. his name? Um, I'm blanking on everyone's names. Joel today. Kinnaman. No, the uh, oh, Ronald space, Moore. Ronald Moore. Ronald D. Moore. So yeah, and um, Naren Shankar, who is uh, was um, on Voyager a lot yeah. uh, as a writer and a science advisor. Star Trek um, gay. I think Joe Minoski, I see I think I see his name pop up every once in a while. Really? Right, yeah. A so lot of Star I, Trek. So guys. I have to we have to okay. I, I guess I have yeah. to watch it. <laughs> I think you need the first few episodes are a little too they're like tough to get through. Well, because they're they're like hewing too close to how would it feel mm-hmm. if this yeah. little thing was different. And then it starts going and then they respond, you know, and then they get really open. That's what up. yeah, I want to see yeah. when the it first happens two ep- and the first two episodes way. definitely are the like the beginnings of the timeline splitting, right? And then after you get past that point, you're like, now we're just in this timeline. Then it's, it's fine. Yeah. So the yeah. premise is the Russians they got to this got to the moon. They first, beat us right? to the moon. Yeah, by a month. Yeah. Sick. That sounds awesome. Does that mean it's that great. they win? Like the Soviet Union kind of wins? Ah. No. <laughs> gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. All right. It's all great. Right. All, right. all right. I mean, just to change from the first episode to the last episode of the first season, it's like. It feels like I always think of it and I think of it as two different seasons, but it's actually just the first season. So, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. that new season. There's a new season out. 
Where is it? There it is. Just wrapped I up. Oh. I haven't. I need to catch up on it. But catch up. I've seen the first two or three episodes. But speaking of the people who make Star Trek behind mm-hmm. the scenes, uh, this episode was written by Aaron Walk. Waltsk. I, I would. I would guess Waltska. Walt Waltka. 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 Aaron J. Waltka. That's cool. Um, <laughs> <The Waltke>. <laughs> he's directed <laughs> by Alan Wan. And music was by Nami Melamad. She does all the strange new worlds music too. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This I didn't know this, but the score like the theme song was by Michael Giancano. Yeah. Giacchino. Giacchino, whatever. Yeah. Giacchino. It's it, it's very much like his um his JJ scores. Yeah. Which yeah. is no, not a which is not a bad thing not at all. A knock. Those are great. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm a little sad about though? Is they haven't let Nami do a theme song yet. She just gets yeah, to score right. everything. But Strange New Worlds was done by what's his name? Like they let Russo. they they let the other guys do the and it's like, come on, mm-hmm. let her do a theme song. <laughs> well, I think they've got like two or three more track shows in the pipeline, so maybe she'll get a shot at one of those. Really? Do they really? really got in the oh, God. Don't say that. You They're want good it now. You want hey, we it. Got, we got a. We got a. We, we got, got a decent a show. We got a we, decent that's, show. But that's what okay. I. The thing is, is we got a decent show, and now I'm okay <laughs> with that. And I don't need anything else. I don't need you to be pushing anything else on me. <laughs> Am I gonna I'm watch good. the the newest season of Picard because everybody's in it? Yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> I didn't even finish the second season, but I'll I watch didn't the either. Season. Second, they just blew. Okay, let's not let's not do that. Uh, let's let's instead let's instead we've heard, we've bounced around so much. It's not we haven't even got into the podcast. We haven't even done the thing. So uh, yeah, um, choose your crew of seven people from like the most iconic TV. Yeah. <laughs> if Star you don't Trek choose shows us, ever. though, then I don't know what you're doing. Like, yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, we should be in your holographic Kobayashi Maru crew. <laughs> Uh, and uh, just redo this mission until you get the achievement slash trophy pops up saying mm-hmm. that you beat the Kobayashi Maru because that's what Doll's doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, get ready to <laughs> tread to the holiday. We believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. He's doing the boy thing. It's the same. It's kind of the same yeah, thing as it the, is the same thing. situation. They yeah. kind of. It's. I feel like. I hope they don't have this like two more characters like this in these next shows because the character trope's going to start getting a little. Well, Dahl is not like Boimler at yeah. all. Yes. Like he's an opposite. He's the inverse Boimler. Mm-hmm. Like Boimler's like always do everything to a T the way that it's supposed to be done. And Dahl is like, fuck you, pay me. Mm. That's what <laughs> Dahl is like. Just so yeah. you know, there might, I might, I might be getting a lot of uh, construction noise here in a second. What are you looking oh, at cool. there? Uh, so the apartment across the, what? I said, I can't hear it. No, not yet. But the apartment across the alleyway from us, um, I'm sitting there doing some, uh, revisions for some voiceover work, some, uh, some, some notes 
And uh, all of a sudden, I just hear, and I look across the way, and they're they're redoing the apartment across the way because they someone moved out, and they're gonna re they're gonna rent it out. And I just look out the window, and the guy who's cutting things just makes eye contact with me, and I have <laughs> just like the most angry look on my face because I'm like, what are you doing right now? Also, it's Saturday morning, people. What? Why are you doing work right now? <laughs> it's all times. It it's the wrong time to do it. All times. Sorry. So if I if I drop off the map for a second, that's why. Okay. No problem. All good. It's no problem. Uh, it's, it's not. It's not problem. It's not we problem. Fix it. We fix, we fix problem. It. We fix problem for you. We send people to talk to construction man. And they, what's his name? What what's construction man name? What's his what? What is construction him, man name? We get him new job working in dirt. If you know what I mean. Yes, he'll be working in dirt. You gonna, like, the you dirt. gonna, you gonna give him a job as a landscaper? Because I feel like that's just gonna make my job worse. Because he's gonna be he out there. He will be with part them. of landscape process. <laughs> yes, he will. But what if uh, what if he comes back? What if he comes back with a blow with a with a he, leaf blower? He won't be coming back. <laughs> you <laughs> sending. To a different coming. country? Trust us, we're very good at relocating people. <laughs> <laughs> but what if he has a family he, here and he doesn't want to relocate? What if his family is going with Where does his family live? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, do you know where his family lives? <laughs> no, I never even met this him. guy. <laughs> <laughs> they can join the landscaping company too. He, he make eye he contact with you. <laughs> <laughs> You mean his kids are going to get to work in the same business as him? That's kind of cool. Kinda. In a way. <laughs> this reminds me, you see that like because Lake Mead is going down and the, the further down it goes, the more bodies they're finding in Lake Mead. <laughs> are you serious? Lake Mead? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck. Just, just tons. What was that, Darius? Where's Lake Mead? That's in uh, Nevada, isn't it? Okay. Uh, pretty yeah. sure they're all like Las mob. Vegas minutes yeah. from Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Oh, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's just all these mob kills and mob hits and probably suicides too because of gambling and yeah. all that. But um, yeah, they're just finding more and more and more bodies. Oh my God! The first thing that came up when I typed in Lake Mead was Lake Mead bodies. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Wow. <laughs> Lots Sorry. of people want to work in us, aquatics now. Yes, they like <laughs> working off in track. the water. <laughs> of now the we're just going to be doing the Russian we, accent for we, the rest of the program. <laughs> we burned all of our time of you not having construction on a stupid <laughs> Russian. I know, I know. <laughs> um, okay, so it's, I guess we, we should do a recap. Let's do uh, a recap. I guess it's me. So Jan. Somebody got a timer ready? Uh, hold on, let me go. Duck, duck, Google go still doesn't have a timer. What the as fuck is wrong? My fingers. I, don't use Google. Don't use Google. Just stop using Google. Just stop. You know. Google went down the other day, right? They also hide shit from you too. You just don't even use Google. What don't are they hiding from? Google. Oh, you mean like they censor search results? Yeah. Just yeah. don't even use Google. I All use right, DuckDuckGo, got- but every once in a while I have to use Google because DuckDuckGo does not give me what I'm looking for. <laughs> That's fair. All right, I got a timer. Okay. 
So Dahl of the Protostar, the temporary captain of it, uh, has been pushed by the Janeway hologram to take the Kobayashi Maru test, uh, which he does over and over and over again, trying to win. But then he finally learns that he's got to rely on his crew members instead of just himself. Meanwhile, Gwyn finds a, a role on the ship by looking at a map and there's a Chakotay hologram recording and Murph can survive explosions in his tummy. Nobody bangs and nobody ever will bang because this is a Y7 show for Nickelodeon. So we're just going <laughs> to... Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> well, great job, great job. We could, we could technically say that Murph bangs because things explode Murph in his stomach. Bang. Inside yeah. of Murph, yeah. <laughs> Murph go things bang. go bang inside of Murph. <laughs> The voice cast for this show is excellent. I also find it hilarious that D. Bradley Baker is Murph. There's just... <laughs> of anybody in the universe to be the voice of Murph, the fact that it's D. Bradley Baker Who is, is so D. Funny. Bradley Baker? He's uh, Emperor's New Groove. He's Seinfeld guy. He's got that really classically D voice. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. incredible. He's putty? No, he's D. Bradley not putty. Baker's... No. No, that, that's Patrick Warburton. Oh, yeah. am I am I getting you're, D. Bradley Baker? You're thinking of Patrick Warburton. You, you are. Who am I? Because I was like, you think Seinfeld, okay. Emperor's New Groove, Deep Voice. That's you're Patrick right. Warburton. You're yeah, right. No, no, no. Okay, so D. Bradley Baker. He's who? an um, f- American dad, Phineas and Ferb. He was in Space Jam, the original Space Jam. He does have that deep voice as well, though, because I oh, think apparently he's he on the Bad the Batch too. Yeah. Well, I stand heavily corrected. Patrick okay. Warburton. Okay. Uh, so, oh yeah, he's just a super prolific. D. Bradley Baker is just a guy who's really good at voice acting. I take yeah. it back. He's a, yep. he makes a living doing. This. Yeah, he's a working he's a working voice actor. Man, you must you could probably do like you could probably do like three shows a day if you really depends. Just it's fly through it's them. rough on the voice, it's man. Rough, dude. <laughs> I guess that's true. And they're not. I don't think they're unionized, are they? Really. I don't, uh, they probably are like loosely, there's probably like a union yeah. that's like only the professions get into kind of a thing, you know? The professions. I'm pretty sure there's actually, game, I'm yeah. actually, I'm a hundred percent positive there is a union for voice actors okay. now. I know that there was a point where video game voice actors were saying like, we need to strike or something because they have those days where they have to do all the grunts and stuff and it ruins their voices. Like, like getting hit. Ugh, ugh. Yeah, video games specifically are terrible when it comes to hiring union, and just in general, just yeah, across it. the board. Video yeah. games, video are bad. games are, yeah. yeah. Don't play video games if you want to be a good person. Sorry, Man. I know. It's just there's no ethical <laughs> consumption under consume. No I've been playing so much City Skylines the last two days. Well, that's because I finally fine. That's re- fine. Because I like finally figured out how to like keep my city from going bankrupt. <laughs> and it's been so fun. Wait, do you have a giant police force that <laughs> oppresses the, the population? No, I have like do three they have stations. an American? <laughs> Wait, do you just build a city and you just try to keep it functioning? It's Sim City, Skyline, but it's, it's Sim City, yeah. but but like more in depth because you have to deal with like public utilities, parks, <gasps> and, and like in Sim districts, city. and it's it's. I think it's. More Skyline is city. Skyline is better and it's deeper in a lot of different does ways. Does your city not have cars? It does have cars. Unfortunately, it kind of relies on cars and buses because that's the uh, that's the only way I can make it not go bankrupt for now. But I will tell you, it's all wind power. <laughs> it's all wind power. Wind power. The cars and are wind an, power. 
now I have two garbage incinerators. So like we're we're doing good. <laughs> I I know we're already off topic, but now that we're talking about cities, I started following this Instagram account that said that is called Cars Ruined Our Cities. And yeah. they, they yes. show what the city looked like before yeah. freeways got put in. I got it. And it's making me want to die. Like every time I see it, I think I just want to bang my head against the wall. Because yeah. our cities used to be so beautiful mm-hmm. and then freeways happened. And now I'm just thinking how cool our fucking cities could be. Yep. If they didn't have fucking freeways in them. Oh my they God. They neighborhoods. Um, like they show, neighborhoods. They, I think I've seen this account. Yeah. Probably because we're friends. Um, but yeah, like it, the space that it takes to make a freeway is not just a freeway space, but the space around it too. Yeah, it and parking lots too. That's when oh, like downtown areas, just parking I watched, lots. I watched a Lost LA the other day. Uh, if you haven't watched Lost LA and you're in LA, watch it. It's, it's pretty great. cool. Yeah. If you're not from LA, you should also watch also it. But watch just watch it. You just know, yeah. Really, yeah. Uh, on on it was like a little mini like seven minute one on the the lo- tunnels of like the train of the old uh, streetcars the trolleys yeah yeah and they were like L A is such a less walkable city now since they put freeways in because you used to be able to like walk to downtown walk yeah. to you know like but then now you have to like cross freeways and they you know Sucks. it's. It's ridiculous. Me and Dylan were in San Francisco last weekend, uh, and they have the um, the tunnel now as you come in uh, to San Francisco from uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, and they put a park over the top of it. And a what over the top of it? Park. A park. They put a park, oh, a park over the top of the tunnel, the Presidio Park over the top of the tunnel, and it is so awesome. I'm like, they need to do, they have plans. Like there's been plans submitted to do this in Hollywood and downtown over the 101. And, but everyone just keeps shooting this shit down. It would be so amazing if you could put it's a park over the 101 in Hollywood. It's, it's because of NIMBYs, guys. It's I know. Suck, dude. They're horrible. They won't let anything change. And um, they're, ruin, they're ruining the city. But there, you have to doomed. also pay attention to like, there's the NIMBYs that are the bad NIMBYs, but then there's NIMBYs who are like, no, you're just going to come gentrify my neighborhood. And yeah. that, yeah. I understand. I get that. Like, well, because can't, we're kind of at a stalemate because any sort of like construction that's going to get approved and be done is just going to be gentrifying bullshit, unfortunately. Like, that's I, where we're at. <laughs> it, it, it's just got to be a class war. I, every single problem. I agree. Yeah, no, like, just 100%. Gotta be a class boy. Yeah, no, uh, 100%. <laughs> if you're into looking at how, there's also a subreddit called Fuck Cars. You should check that out. Love that. Uh, it's great. Um, cars are bad. I hate driving. I rode the bus to hang out with friends yesterday and it was not too bad. It was. Is it free? Like a, Still? No. 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 It was $1.75. Free transfer. $1.75. Okay. They're not doing free anymore. That was like a year pilot program that just ended it would have cost me literally i think eight times as much to take a lift and it took me maybe eight more minutes so just think about buses if you got local buses give it a shot i've been i've been uh doing the uh entertaining of taking the bus to work um because there's an express line right near my house that goes like a five minute walk from where i work um, the only reason I haven't done it yet is cause like I haven't been able to will myself to wake up and like get ready fast enough. And so like the car is just the, oh shit, I have to go yeah. me- method of hey, traffic. Maybe that's transport. the way to get yourself up early. Just be like, 
Take oh, I get up keys. early. Or to, to I leave. Just, no, I get up early. It's leaving early. That's the oh. issue. <laughs> well, just the, take the, your keys and put them in a lockbox and forget the forget the code. The real the thing the thing is, public transportation needs to be reliable, and that's the biggest problem with is LA not. is that they're frequent delays. There's no bus lanes. It's like sitting in traffic. It's you. They're literally just sitting in traffic. Like, but you're not the one driving. Driving. Yeah. Yeah. At least you get to read, or I actually hate sitting in traffic driving. So at least I get to read or listen to music or something on the bus. That's true. Yeah, all right, should we, we talk about Jan Star Trek? Doesn't, we all know Jan doesn't listen to music while he drives. It's silence. He doesn't get to listen to music while he drives. <laughs> when I drive, no, I often Pure I have my AirPod, AirPods in sometimes, and I have noise cancellation because I get really stressed out by, by traffic. That's dangerous, Jan. And illegal. That's dangerous. <laughs> you can go through see-through mode if you need to. <laughs> if my car's not moving, I don't have to worry about anything. <clears throat> um... We have some incredible guest star shout-outs. Uh, so many. I gotta say, I'm just all of the like uh, reference characters, I wasn't disappointed in. Like, I love seeing Odo, um, but I, I thought it was interesting that they used old uh, audio and they just cut in old audio, and it was very obvious that they were cutting in old audio because of how different cool. the audio quality was i thought yeah. it was interesting but also at the same time they did it for um nichelle uh and she was Nichols. still alive at that point yeah right? she's been she was struggling with was she dementia okay. and her estate had control over what she was doing gotcha there was actually a big thing for a few years of like basically like free new shell sort of thing. The same thing happened with Stan Lee when he was in his last years where yeah. like just didn't have much control over his life, but and also now, probably partly for his protection, but also they're also know. selling his like image now to Marvel. They sold they're his just, image to Disney. His family's <laughs> making like would, would, dollars. Would Stan Lee have wanted that? <laughs> Who knows? I don't uh, Stan Lee, probably, probably cause he, was a money guy. Yeah. Jack yeah. Kirby would be the kind of guy who'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Fuck you. But Stanley fucked over Jack Kirby, so. <laughs> so he's those people. Um, yeah. Anyway, I I kind of wanted to see other characters from the Star Trek world. Like, Scotty's fun, but when he was like, give me the best engineer, I was like, and so did Miles? Chief O'Brien. <laughs> <Where's> o- <laughs> I'm, like, yeah, I'm like, where's O'Brien? Where's LaForge? <laughs> Where yeah. like, like why is it Tom Paris your fucking pilot? Like Scott, what, Scotty, Scotty what was the miracle on? worker though. Scotty, Scotty pulled shit out of his ass that was that's absolutely true. nuts. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but um, these kids aren't gonna recognize these kids. This is like older, older stuff. I feel like the this kids is older stuff need some deep space nine. Like why? You know? Why wasn't? Why wasn't? Why wasn't Harry Kim chosen as like? A, <laughs> they don't know who Harry Kim is. They're like. Oh yeah, I'll take Harry Kim, and then like shit goes She's really wrong. <laughs> that would have been really funny. There's nobody from Voyager because all those guys are contemporary to this time period. Oh, that makes sense. They wouldn't be like in the Holodex archive. Their their, yeah, fan, but- their estates haven't sold their likenesses to Starfleet <laughs> yet. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Wait, it is weird Janeway that Odo there, is then? there. It well, that's you got to watch the show. Confidential. Okay, you got to watch the show. Okay. okay, okay. Um. Did 
going back to like voice acting real quick, did Gates McFadden say her lines? Yes. And she come was in? not archive. Okay. She All sounded right, yeah. real. Yeah. 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 She's awesome. Well, I couldn't tell because like at the time of, of, um, oh, my brain is terrible today. Next generation, like audio was way better. So like, I couldn't yeah. tell if like it was archive audio or if it was her saying. Well, her that's the thing with the Leonard Nimoy stuff is it, the, it comes from enough sources that even himself isn't consistent with himself. Yeah. The archive yeah, yeah, audio. Yeah. And that kind like, I think his live long and prosper at the end is from the reboot movies. Because <laughs> you hear that, <laughs> yeah. you hear that like gravelly Leonard Nimoy with, yeah. um, when he was suffering a lot from his, um, what is it? The lung disease. Um, CCP. The thing where you, you... I know what you're you, talking about. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? When you smoked your whole life? Yeah, anyways. Was he a yeah. smoker? He was, and he quit gotcha. like in the 90s or something, but it was too late. late. The last few years of his life, he was just like, don't fucking smoke. It's killing me. It's ruined my yeah. life. Yeah. And Would you rather get of. popcorn lung or just good old-fashioned cancer? Probably good old-fashioned cancer. Yeah. Aren't all kids, all Gen Z kids, are going to get popcorn line because of the vaping? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, hundred percent. That's and so. That is a stupid. way too playful name for what happens to your lung for popcorn. They pop lung. like popcorn. Well, you know why it's called popcorn <laughs> line? Because don't you get a little bubble? Because they're smoking your... all that popcorn flavored. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because this one dude got it from huffing bags of micro- oh, microwave. Oh, that's what it was. Popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> what? It used microwavable popcorn what? used to have the chemical that would fuck your lungs up. I just what? learned this actually. Yeah. And what? people who work people who worked at popcorn factories were at higher we're risk for it yeah. too. Uh-huh. So, this guy just, just just sniffed pop freshly he, popped microwave popcorn. This guy was literally he was addicted to microwavable popcorn. He would have four to five bags a day and he went and not just he would eat it, but when he ate it, he opened the bag in front of his face and <laughs> huffed it like glue. That sounds like steam steam burns on your face all Insane, day. Insane, right? This guy's nuts. <laughs> because like you you even touch the bag and it's too fucking hot. It's too hot. <laughs> what was this guy thinking? And you know what? He paid for his crimes. Oh my god. No, that's 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 like a sad addiction story. It is. It's very sad. It's Eating things are interesting. I watched a video about a guy who has only eaten macaroni and cheese for 15 years. Oh, he hasn't eaten God. anything else. Is he, and at any is, time, he like some sort, is he on the autism spectrum? No. No, no, no. He's not. He. It's just every time he eats anything, it's connected to some kind of trauma that he had in the yeah. past. And anything else that he eats, he gets sick and like can't yeah. digest it. So His he, body just rejects it. Yeah, literally only eats mac and cheese. There was Why? that guy uh, who... Just ate Big Macs. Uh, yeah, I know from that McDonald's. guy from Super Size Me. <laughs> yeah, are we t- talking about just Super come in and order guy? like? Yeah, no, not, it was a guy Mor- that not Morgan Spurlock, but he, he's the guy in the movie. Oh, yeah. a guy he interviewed in the movie who just would like go in and order like five Big Macs. Damn, and that's like he's had like over a million Big Macs in his life or something like wow. that. Wow, it was insane. 
There's got to be a point. There, like it, you can. And the guy is like thin as a fucking rail. Yeah, he's really thin. <laughs> he's got a crazy metabolism. Yeah. At least he was really thin 15 or 20 years ago, whenever it and was. His heart came out. His heart is probably having a lot of issues even if he's thin. Exactly, and it's just like the damage that processed foods does to your body. It accumulates, you know. By the time Guys, you hit your mid seventies, it's gonna it's you're, you're gonna get all sorts of cool cancers throughout all, all if, those. If we don't be careful, we're we're gonna we're gonna start drawing that line of the uh, Joe Rogan podcast again. So, uh. <laughs> guys, have you have you ever tried DMT? We are just dipping into like. <laughs> Not conspiracies, but just like, yeah. Health food. (laughs) Health food. You guys got to huff popcorn, guys. If you haven't tried it, I mean, like, listen. This is all just to say that we have some supplements that we're going to be selling on our website tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I also have a new self-help book out. We, what we should do is we should sell Star Trek themed bullshit, like yamak sauce pre-workout, you know, like... That would be Canar, so like a Canar wine club, <laughs> guys. You just gotta, you gotta try this. It's straight from Cardassia Prime. Uh, yeah, you get sauce. eight different bottles per month. Uh, this is the stuff that Damar was drinking in the last season of Deep Space. Nine. It does You're really so much. Like it. it does so much good for your heart. Like yeah. a glass of this every day is your heart's gonna be in so great. Good. You think the resveratrol on Earth wines are good? Cardassians <laughs> live up to hundred and twenty. 120. Yeah, and it's you not because uh, they're lying around in the sun all the time. So, <laughs> do you get a little spoon? Do you get a little thumb indent on your forehead? Maybe, but that's fine. That's fine. You'll be okay. <laughs> oh my God. Yamak sauce with uh, protein powder in it. Yep. Pre workout. Pre workout. <laughs> Apparently, is pre workout like. I thought it was just protein, but apparently there's like crack in it. Not crack, but like there's there's Creatine, um right? th- there's stuff in it that makes you hyper or something. <laughs> there's Freaks crack me out. in it. I Workout it was culture creatine. is weird. I thought creatine was it's like weird. the thing. It's weird. Yeah, that's an also another psychological thing of what it's like a person not ever being. It's a it's the it's a type of dysmorphia, I guess, where it's just like looking in the mirror and being like, my tries are just they suck. They're horrible. Meanwhile, this guy's got fucking, you know, boss size cannons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to also shout out other archive. So we have James Doolin, who's Scotty, Rene Aubergenois, who is Odo, Leonard Nimoy, who's Spock, Michelle Nichols, Uhura. But also they brought in the voice from The Wrath of Khan that does is the Kobayashi Maru captain, David Ruprecht. They used that one. Oh. So it's the exact same uh, dialogue from Wrath of Khan's Kobayashi Maru test. Bonnie nice. Gordon plays the ship computer. We already mentioned Gates McFadden as Dr. Crusher. And Brooke Chalmers played Klingon One. <laughs> Brooke Chalmers. Chalmers. I think Dee Bradley Baker played a couple of Klingons as well in, the, in this episode. Hmm. <sighs> yeah. It's Pro Star, real fast. Proto Star. It is very fast, man. That thing really. F- they went really just cool. over Warp Nine. They they almost turned into salamanders. <laughs> that would have been. I would have loved Janeway to pop and be like, "How fast did we go?" Uh, looks like probably like warp ten. No, 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 no. There's no way. Absolutely no way. Okay, yeah, nine point nine. Okay. Because if we went warp ten, we we would know. <laughs> we'd all be we'd all be we'd all be we would know. <laughs> 
We, 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 you would feel it. You'd feel it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the probably the uh, dumbest and craziest so thing to have ever happened in a Star Trek series. It's it still boggles the mind. I love that <laughs> they need to explain. Like now, if anyone goes over warp ten, they have to be like, "We have this special shield that protects our body <laughs> so that we don't become salamanders." Salamanders. <laughs> they have to explain that now. <laughs> I think they would just need to to just say I want retcon it and be like they didn't actually go warp ten. That they was went bullshit. warp eleven. They, they just they, up it one. <laughs> or or they could or they could just straight up you know not acknowledge it. Just go the route of being like we decanonized that episode. Yeah. We're not going to acknowledge no, it. it. Just doesn't no, exist. Absolutely not. You cannot do that. It it needs to exist. Star Trek is fucking stupid sometimes, and it needs to be dumb. It has to be dumb. Uh, so, what'd you guys like about this episode? That was fun. I like I liked all the Kobayashi stuff. I think we already touched on this, but I feel it's just a little too serialized for its own good. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't even really particularly care about Gwyn's story. Or her dad, um, the mm-hmm. the the deceiver, uh, the bad guy, the Star Trek. I mean, the Star Wars storyline, yeah. basically. Yeah, John Noble, <laughs> who is a fantastic actor and voice actor, plays the um. Oh my gosh, the diviner, the diviner, um, diviner. That whole, I mean, I I get it from a kid's perspective. I mean, it's very similar to Zuko's storyline in Avatar. It's the second time I brought up Avatar. I'm sorry, Jesus but just like Christ. the whole like looking at your yeah. father figure and maybe realizing that they weren't, they Everybody don't deserve your like love yeah. and yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. shout out to the game, the addictive game that I don't know, I know. how he's casually I, playing. I thought it fucked with your brain. I thought it did too. <laughs> That's the game from TNG, right? Yeah, where yeah, where they all get like they're just walking around the, the hallways playing this fucking game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that episode. That's one of my favorite episodes. Unfortunately, there's no holiday content. I think in that because I, I remember no. watching in this episode and being like, "Oh, is there holiday content? We should do that one next." There's there's not. So. There's not. I'm, but I'm like, you can make an argument that those are hollow nah. emitters. Hollow emitters. Yeah. Yeah. But they are that I thought the same thing, Dylan. I was like, "That's the addictive game." How does he just take it off of his head? Well, that's maybe the a species thing. isn't you know uh, sensitive. Maybe to it. when they walked yeah. in and he was playing it and he took it off real quick, I was like, "No, no, no I wasn't doing anything." I was immediately like, "He's addicted to that. He has an addiction <laughs> to the game, <laughs> and he's hiding it from his friends." And it's the dumbest game. It's so I don't even fun. know what it is. I don't even know how it works. It's, it's basically you just, you space toss, bejeweled, isn't it? <laughs> you toss discs into these tornado-looking cone things. With yeah. your brain. With your yeah. mind. With your mind. With it's your mind. mind-reading device. With your mind. <laughs> um, I know a lot of this takes place in the holodeck, and I know we're going to talk about the holodeck, but I just want to give a little shout-out to the beach holo, holo program that they swivel. He like He's going to change it from... Uh, I think the Jane Eyre one to something else, and he swipes past the like Hawaiian uh, the Paxhow Resort. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which is all, really nice. We should mention all the the little shout outs 
because uh, there are quite a few. I have them listed here somewhere. These are like, they do such fan servicey things for a kid's show that I'm sure they're like, we're going to, this is like the um, adult, uh, like they throw these things in for the adults watching this with their kid kind of a situation. But instead of it being like, like stupid dick humor, it's just like fan service for all the Star Trek people who are letting their kids watch this. Well, it's also how they get us to watch it. It's like, oh, Janeway's in it. I guess I'll see. I guess I'll just check it out. (laughs) There's obviously Janeway Lambda One, which is the the holo program from the last two episodes that we've done. So good. She calls it Jane Eyre holo program. Mm -hmm. There's the Deadwood from A Fistful of Datas. The Sherlock Holmes program is in in the list. Uh, The Andoria Four program is where they start. Where I guess Murph was too. which I what it also feels to me a little bit of an echo of the, t- the, animated, the animated series, series. Yeah, yeah, the Rec Room, right? You guys feel yeah. that too? I, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that was to me. I was like, they're just making a nod to the animated series because yeah. Murph is lost in a fucking snowstorm. Like, so funny. <laughs> well, it also it made it always makes me think of um, the episode of Voyager where they go to that weird. Uh, like alien mm. hub where they have yeah. all these different hollow programs that they're yep. keeping people in. And, uh, uh, let me see if I can remember the name pa- of that. Paris episode. and uh, what's her name? Get stuck in Galana. there. Like, Get stuck yeah, in there like, while they're getting chased. We yeah. got to have sex. Cause it's so cold. <laughs> Displaced. I think is that episode. Yeah. Displaced Voyager season three, episode 24 or season three, episode nine. Check it out in our archives. Our archives. Archives. You haven't listened to all of our eps. Uh, well, cool. Is anything? Um, oh, I think there's some trivia here. Apparently the create, there's the flashback of Gwyn's creation in this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a star date for it. They mentioned a star date. So yep. that star date, Memory Alpha people figured out, is between takes place between the episodes of TNG, Sarek and Menage Troy. So that's when How she old was is she? born. She'd be like thir- 15 or something like that, 14 or 15. This is also the Weird. second time that Scotty and so Crusher... Why is, have- why- Okay, then why, if we don't get to see any Voyager people, why do we get to see Dr. Crusher, who's still not dead and in the fucking archives? Okay, true. I don't know. This is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot watch this fucking show anymore. Also, why is Odo, like, in the holodecks? He was never a member of Starfleet. No. No. Never. Never. Except for, you know, Rene Aubergenois. We've, it's because doing a in memory because, of him is very sweet. We love exactly. Him. It's because yeah. they wanted to do an in memory of him. Yeah, who doesn't Which love fine. Odo? Which yes, oh, I love it's that fine. they have so many grumpy lines from him to just like it works anywhere. Just throw in there, just, just disagreeing. With, with <laughs> they all. easily could have thrown. They easily could have thrown Worf in that same role too. Yeah, because Worf Dorn and would have Odo wanted kind to of, record. Uh, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how what their contracts are like for using archive audio. They probably still have to pay, but maybe it's less for a new session. Plus, they probably did this over the pandemic, so harder to get new voice recordings. These are just guesses. 
Is it though? Because I feel like all you got to do is send the person a mic and a fucking recorder and they can do it in their house. Yeah, but have you seen those live streams that actors did over the course? Like, they, they cannot be trusted for setting up their own stuff. <laughs> they were terrible. But you, you definitely just throw somebody trusted. on it. You throw an audio engineer on a Zoom with a guy and go like, all right, put the mic here. Okay. They're not yeah, gonna plug it in that. there. They're not going to want to do that. <laughs> they don't do it. If, 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 you know, if, if Nicole Kidman or Reese Witherspoon can't be bothered to do it themselves, yeah, they're not going to do it. Good luck. Yeah. Though I do know a lot of voice actors who were just sent kits and because that's their living, they were like, of course, yeah, yeah I'm going to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Any other I, observations? I, enjoy- <clears throat> I don't know. I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was fun. I thought the, uh, I, I kind of love that. And I don't know because I've only seen one episode. I don't know if it's like this throughout, but like the Murph storyline is just like a throwaway storyline of having fun. Of just he, like, oh no, Murph ready. just ate a bunch of fucking grenades. Is he going to die? No. No. <laughs> I wish they'd do more of that. I wish the C storylines in all of New Trek was shit like that. Like, uh, Bryce got some gel on his foot and like, it's like, it's starting to grow really big and I, I need to figure out how to not make it that big. That would be Just so like on, great. It's like Discovery in one of Discovery's every episode, the universe is going to blow up episodes. <laughs> and Reese is like, sorry, I got dead arm today, so I got to do everything one-handed. <laughs> Why do you got dead arm? It's complicated. It's got- I, just, I just have dead arm. <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> There's four guess, people crying fine. and he's just like, I got, I got to, sorry. Excuse me. It's hard for me to engage <laughs> with this emotionally because I got dead arm today. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just like they have to have a, all the characters doing something. And so having two characters just like fucking off basically. And, I love but it. But having like emotional roller coaster of like my friend might die. It's kind of fun. I mean, you need the but you need the buddies. You always need two buddies that are, you know, farting around. That's like. Yeah. It's classic. Yeah. Uh, last <laughs> thing I want to say, I still am not really into the animation. I tried. It's weird. I think there's a lack of inertia in a lot of it. It just seems kind Movement of Movement just stops. Yeah. As opposed to like easing. So there's not a lot of easing in the animation style. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of It's interesting. Some of it's linear. really cool though. All the colors are really pretty. It's like very the intro visually, is really yeah. cool. I love the intro. It grows yeah. on you. But I agree with you. There's no, again, there's no, I don't feel, things Anything. don't feel like they have weight to them because they just stop yeah. immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just a style that they went for. That's that's what they they chose to do. Cool. And I do agree the colors are really fantastic. A lot of the design is really cool. The lighting cool. is really nice. Also, it feels like maybe it's a little slow, lighter, slower frame rate. Maybe yeah, there's something like choppy about it, but yeah. not like enough to be stop motion. Like it yeah. feel it. It's weird. It feels like an odd mix. Anyway, should we rate this baby? Or well, should we, we should go into the, the archive? The archive and then rate this baby? Before. Sorry. Dylan's all over the place. I'm tired, all guys. I'm tired, guys. He was at, he a, was at a ball last night. He was at a weird strangers. eyes wide shut thing last night. A lot of sex stuff happened. Lot Are you going lot back? Sex stuff. Dylan? Yeah, I'm going back today. Yeah. Dressed as the jester. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Fun. 
Yeah. Which, wait, hold on. Before we go into the archives, you got to kind of explain the whole weekend to me because it's a weekend long affair, right? Yes, it's very odd. It's um, so uh, the, I was ex- the way it was explained to me is like a ball situation. It is kind of like a ball, but the idea it's called labyrinth, and it's like a, a weekend event. It's two nights. It's at this old hotel in downtown LA, right on Pershing Square. The Bit Bill Bith Billmore Bithmore Billmore. The Biltmore, Biltmore? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's there. Um, <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure there's a couple of murders that happened there. Oh, absolutely. The the, the hotel's so <laughs> fucking old. I was like, there's definitely some spooky ass <laughs> shit that's happened here. Um, but it's an old ass hotel, and everybody gets dressed up. The idea is there's this one like king or prince or whatever that wants to have this big old party, and it's one night where everyone from every different like dimension gets together and like hangs out and parties. So there's like uh, a room, a fairy room where there's like belly dancers and stuff, and then there's like a uh, like a, a performance room where there's like like ogres and shit doing music or something, and then there's like <laughs> the ballroom, which is where we were, where there's just like ballroom dancing and like very hoity-toity stuff, and then there's like you can buy shit other places. So it's like it's like a convention basically, but without all the branding, which is great. It's very great. So it kind of feels kind of feels like a like a cuz like waste I feel like wasteland weekend has a lot of people that are like similar where it's like this themed kind of event. Yes, it's like um, a it, it's like a um a ren fair at night with there's actually like story stuff that you can do also. So there's like story lines that you can follow and go throughout the night throughout the whole to- whole So it's an interact it's a ARG in that sense as well. It can be. Yeah, it can be interactive yeah. if you want it to be. So. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that fun. vibe. It's pretty fun. it's it's weird, man. It's fun. Are people pretty <laughs> good about staying in character or is it Lucy? It it see I was expecting everyone to be in character, so that's why I created my character, my whole backstory, but mm-hmm. everybody was pretty like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" And I was like, sometimes I was like, "Are we in character right now?" Yeah. Or because I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Because if you want to be in character, I'm about to be a used horse salesman, just trying to get <laughs> get a leg up on the competition. I'll get right in there. Yeah. I'll get right in there. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to the archive. Accessing Starfleet archives. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Wow. So that was, how, I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but the fact that Dahl could have chosen anybody, anybody from Starfleet to be on his team, and he didn't choose it any of And us. the little hollow thing, we were right, I've always made sure to put us right in the front there, because when we do yeah. the Kobayashi, we're just only picking, like, us three, you know? So yeah, like, us three, right. and then the best. And the, yeah. The best. Picard is yeah, yeah, Picard is like our navigator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Janeway is our science yeah. officer. Mm-hmm. Kirk right. is our security guy. Like mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then we and, just and throw Kim in there. And we made sure we all have ninety nines. Yeah. For all Juice of stats. our stats. Yeah. No, we got to build our own character. Like yeah. Yeah. Easy. I don't know why and, he didn't look at the stats and be like, oh, these three guys have ninety nine on everything. Why? Yeah. And he's gonna pick Spock. Think, he's got like a seventy-five on. Uh, do you think it's intuition? the fact? That, yeah. Do you think it's the fact that we like 
when we took our pictures, like we were facing the other way because thought, we thought it'd be cool to have like the back of us instead of our face. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, because like that would be, it makes us, make us unique. I thought right. if it was the back of us, it'd be easier for him to see what we'd look like because we'd probably be on that front console. You That's know? true. So he's We're really just thinking be of what it's like to be like the captain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I just Do you think I we made also a mistake like, uploading ourselves into the buffer of this ship. I don't think so. What? I, I've been enjoying. We get it. to live on. We're in, we're immortal now. We, we get to live don't on even have to eat, forever. Dude. But we still have to I wait. I miss eating. I do miss eating. I miss eating a lot. I know that's not logical, but I do miss eating. Well, you can still eat. You just don't get hungry, you know? It also just doesn't taste the same. I don't even know how to explain that. Yeah. Do you ever feel like maybe you're just a bunch of lines of code? Well, I mean, now, right now we are. We have no physical. Yeah. Yeah, but we were just a bunch of lines of code before that, too. Biological code. We just went... No, we were just a simulation. So I feel like we put our uh, from a simulation into a simulation. You know, it was like now we're just a couple simulations deep. Wait, are you saying our real past lives were simulations? Well, yeah. I mean, statistically, we were a stimu- simulation over anything else. I don't. I mean, it is logical. We is probably, it though? If you look at the, hold if, on, yeah. If you look at the statistics of it, per like. Uh, if we were intelligent life, right? Like uh-huh. if if there we were, then there's obviously intelligent life somewhere else, right? Yeah. And if there's intelligent life somewhere else, like statistically speaking, they would have created a simulation of intelligent life, which would be us. But why would that be us? That seems very presumptuous of you to be like, oh, obviously that would be us. There's got. Why would it be us? Are you saying that? We're the first ones that are intelligent enough to make a simulation. That is, I'm not saying we're the first ones. That's statistically unlikely. No, I just think it's presumptuous to think we were the ones chosen to be the simulation. You know? Well, we weren't chosen to be the well, simulation. We're just chosen, part of the simulation. But why are why are we the ones that are the simulation? Why can't we just be beings outside somewhere else? And then there's like aliens who are doing the simulation. I think it's more people. presumptuous. Why? Why is that more presumptuous than thinking that we're the? Well, we're simulation? not special. That's why. That's what I'm saying. We're not special, so why are we the simulation? I, I don't know anymore. Do you understand what he's saying, Tom? <laughs> I don't get it. I just honestly, uh, we're we're three or four simulations deep at this point. I feel yeah. like so. I can't. I just I can't. It's too much for my brain to handle. Well, is this, it's the cool thing is, though, it's probably not your real brain. It's you're just a simu- you're just guys, a holodeck could you buffer not, brain. It's making me feel like not a person, <laughs> and it's well, making me not. feel like my history, my past, my traumas just don't exist. Well, we're not know? people anymore. We're well, just buffer uploads of the people that we were. Do you know what sucks is what? now they know the holodeck exists. We can't just have free run of it. Yeah, it used to be we just we were just running the simulation nonstop. Ever uh, it, it was like great we that human. decade we were just stuck on on that asteroid, just hanging yeah. out. The asteroid yeah. was cool. I'm, I miss my little my little bet yeah. on the asteroid. And what's even better is uh, this whole ship being the prototype that it was had hollow simulators, like hollow emitters, all over the ship. All over the ship. We, we could just, just hang out. We I get, we could just go anywhere on the ship now that they they have the ship. Like we can't. <sighs> we we got to stay here. Do you know what we could do? What could we, we could do? pretend to be ghosts. That would Ooh. be totally fine. We could haunt the shit out of them. We could. 
because there's hollow metals all we, throughout this thing, so we could just like they are. I think yeah. all children, which I think Perfect. might be no, traumatizing no. for them. Then kids love ghosts. Oh, do kids love ghosts? <laughs> they love them. I didn't know that famously. about human culture. Yeah, yeah. Famously, kids love ghost ghosts. stories. Yeah. Ghost yeah. stories. Yeah, uh, monsters I, yeah. love them, but they love them. Didn't grow up with ghost stories because they're illogical, which is a shame, really. Because did I think you grow I up with any story? What was your stories? Just like all of our stories were just like math, basically, just like. The story of how one Vulcan dude learned how to do calculus. You know, they're all of our stories are very log- strictly logical. Like, oh, there's yeah, a river sense. and it was going at, you know, however many kilometers an hour. How do you how did this boy get the food to the village? And it's really just a secret math problem. Wow. That's, that's all Vulcan stories are just like that. They're just <sighs> they're I mean, just interesting. I have a guess. How, how did he get the, the food to the village? Oh, well, uh, I cheated and I just used a transporter. Uh, every single one of my solutions to these stories. That was seems just, logical. That yeah, seems I mean, logical. It's logical when transport ex- exists. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I never did well <laughs> in Vulcan school, obviously. That's why I'm in Starfleet. Are you say, trying to say something about like us? I'm, I'm like... not because I'm I'm also here with you guys. Okay. <sighs> Merce pretty cool, though. The little puddle. Yeah, I like yeah. that little puddle. Have yeah. you ever gone inside him? Yes. Yeah, have you been Ooh, in? Right? It's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Just like Murph, eat I me. mean, I, yeah. the thing is, is like, thing is, is like I, I did it once, and then I did it again, and he ran away. And yeah. I think that's, he started running from me. And we were in that snow program, and I was like, Murph, you probably shouldn't run, because like you might get lost. Yeah. How did it's, you say it, yeah. though? How would you say it? Like that. I'm like, Murph, like you probably shouldn't run. You might get lost. Oh, because yeah. like, if you said it like, hey, Murph, you probably shouldn't run. You might get lost. It might sound kind of scary, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, like, like, it might threaten- sound a little threatening. Yeah. Honestly, we'd have to play back the tape because I can't remember exactly how I said it. Computer, uh, play back the tape at um, Sector 593 uh, Mark 2. Hey, Murph. You better not run. We might get lost. Oh my god, that's Jesus, so crazy. Yeah, that, really, that was really creepy. That was like yeah. way and your too face creepy. Was I don't know. Like, you kind of looked like a ghost. Your face was being obstructed by the snow. Tom, what? I know. Why didn't you say and it? I that looked way. way. I looked way bigger than I actually am. Yeah, why? Like, why I don't know what was going on. <laughs> Did you enhance the size of your hollow projection? <laughs> What? No, I think it was. I think it was the lighting that I set up. Yeah. Like the the it was a, like a low lighting, so when it shone onto the snow, it got bigger, kind of a thing, you know. Yeah, Jesus. that was that scared me. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm a little scared too. I, I, I understand chills. why he ran now. <laughs> My lines of code are, are putting goosebumps <laughs> wow. on. Yeah, yeah. little yeah. goose pimples. Mm-hmm. What is a goose, wow. by the way? I don't know what a goose is. It's like this thing. They're terrifying big birds back on Earth. Oh, okay. Like a giant, scary bird. They got corkscrew yeah. dicks. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No. Yeah. A lot of species have corkscrew dicks. Do you have a corkscrew dick? No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a okay. It's no, I'm not- a Vulcan. I've got a Vulcan dick, you know. Oh. Just imagine a Vulcan penis. That's That's what it looks like. Very logical. Logical. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go have a drink. Yeah, can I we talk taste. about my dick less? 
you know, because of all the kids <laughs> on this ship. I just don't want there to be I a... I mean, they're not in here. I mean, you know. Not yet, at least. You know, we got to be careful. Yeah. That's true. Just careful that's what true. we're saying when we're... Yeah. yeah. All right. That's true. Yeah. Careful how you I don't know say how it Jane, also. I don't know how Janeway <laughs> does it, honestly. I don't know how she's out there giving she, them... She turns herself off when she's done. Yeah. 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 We should invite Janeway over. Oh, if she knew we were here, though, I'm sure she would just delete our programs. I just know it. I don't know. I feel like hologram Janeway is like a little more yeah. chill. She's a little yeah. more chill because yeah, she's she got parties. the run of the ship. She parties? Oh, I've seen her party. I've seen her party. She Why? Par- Holodeck Janeway parties. How have you seen her party? I was walking past Holodeck 3 the other day. There's three and there was just on this a, thing? There was a rave going on. There was a rave going on. It was just her? And I looked in there and Janeway's just let go. And like like wow. you said, she's got turn she's got turn off, you know, just yeah. like Yeah. Yeah. When she turns off, that's how she turns off. She she goes to the rave. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. All right, well I'm I'm gonna just take a nap. I'm kinda tired. Just gonna contemplate existence. <laughs> We gotta figure out how to end these things. We never, we've never really found a good ending. There's never been a great way to end it. Never. <laughs> I like taking a nap. I. That's good. <laughs> there should be an audio cue that we use in the edit. Mm. I mean, I guess you do use the holodeck doors closing, don't Door. you? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That works for me. All right, let's rate this oh. bad boy. Put the calculator erasing. Last I got a week's. question real quick before Let's, we. Yeah. Before, so, you know how there's hollow novels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're just store. They're games. They're stories that you get to play out in the holodeck. Yeah. Why'd they skip the movie and go straight to a hollow novel? Like, what's a hollow movie? What's a movie theater look like back on Earth now with hollow technology? It's probably just a two-dimensional screen. Yeah, I don't think I, I, I get the feeling that it kind of skipped. Yeah, I feel like cinema is its own thing. So like you can't really yeah. a hollow movie would just basically be a hollow novel because it's long it's just longer. Or but hollow game. novels you get hollow novels you step into a character right whereas like i feel like maybe a hollow movie you're just sitting and watching it happen around you maybe yeah uh, yeah i think that there's just it's in the same way that a novel is different from a movie is different from a tv show they're just it's just a different genre it's storytelling i just it was just interesting to me that they chose hollow novel instead yeah. of like hollow series tv or hollow series yeah. or anything yeah I guess the concept of a serialized TV, I mean, like in the 80s when TNG came out, a no, it made more sense to compare it to a novel than a, yeah, you know, like The Sopranos didn't exist. Yeah, and TV yeah. was like, I mean. Lame. Yeah. TV yeah. sucked. <laughs> TV was kind of weird. And yeah. Books were super yeah. long. And cinema is just a different language also because you're manipulating the audience, whereas like, if you're fully surrounded by something, you have it's like a video game. You have more control and like plus, like mediums. In a novel, the reader is more actively engaged in the creation of, of the story in the, the yeah, space, right? Your mind is is a big part of it. And I think in a hollow yeah. novel, you're more engaged in the in how things are. I would told. just sit in the holodeck and watch movies 
in like my favorite movie theater. That's all I would do. What's what is okay? This is diversion, big diversion. What's <laughs> what's your favorite movie theater? Uh, my favorite movie theater is uh, the Screen in Santa Fe, New Mexico. It was my uh, my college had a movie theater, and it was built in a sound stage, so the sound is like incredible. And the seats mm. are just uncomfortable enough to where, like, they're you fine. Have to be engaged. But you yeah. have to be engaged, and the screen is huge, and it's a scope screen with curtains. I, it's my favorite. It was my favorite place. What was the name of the theater? The screen. The just, just the screen. The screen. It's called the screen. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. How about you? I don't know if I have an answer for it. You don't say AMC Burbank. Please don't say. AMC I wouldn't. Okay. I definitely wouldn't. Good. Probably Cinerama Dome. I'm, I miss Arclight. I miss Cinerama Arclight, Dome's but I don't miss cool. the Cinerama. Really? Yeah, I, I always, because like, I feel like the perspective of it's, I couldn't find a seat that really ever worked properly for that. If you get too close, then you're kind of looking up. If you're too far, you see the curve too much. That's fair. I saw a lot of movies in the Cinerama, but I never felt f- immersed the way that you're supposed <laughs> to, I think. But I love the Arclight other theaters. I, I really liked Lemley in North Hollywood. Never went. Cool. Lemley's good. Lemley was... Is, does Lemley still exist? Yeah. Or is Lemley they, No, gone they're still now? out there. They got them in Are Glendale they? also. Yeah. They have one in Pasadena as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My second favorite... But they're like... Oh, you go. Oh, they're just... They're like a... They're like a Southern California... I feel like... Maybe I'm wrong, but like a Southern California chain of movie theaters... Yeah, it's not like this big multinational corporation. They're more yeah. like independent. Yeah. My second favorite theater, real fast, is the Reading Cinemas in Rona Park, California, because oh, yeah. they're, they're a like uh, eighteen theater multiplex uh, that hasn't really updated since like the early two thousands. Yeah. So it has this huge lobby, and the carpet is like the space carpet. And the theaters are all the same. It's awesome. I love it so we, much. We camped out yeah. to watch the final Harry Potter movie at that theater. Yeah. And we we got there at like... 2 a.m. 1 a.m. 9 p.m. Yeah. No, like 9 p.m. Like right as they were close... Like right as the last movies were happening... Um, the night before it came out. So we're there like two days basically. Psychotic. And we... Ca- camped out out there and then they let you in in the morning because they don't want people just like outside but it has such a big lobby that they created like one of the snake lines yeah in the lobby and it just became a harry potter convention Party. for like the whole day of course yeah. because everyone's in line and like loopy as shit and it was fun it was fun I, you know i, I really I, I have good memories at that theater man i really miss that whole culture of like midnight movies and it's like you're gonna yeah. see it right when it comes out, and it just doesn't yeah. exist anymore. I feel like I'm no, too old they started for sneaking it. those movies well, into. Like, I'm too old Thursday for it too, but Wednesday. like, yeah, yeah, that's they start sneaking them in there. But like, I feel like I'm a little exhausted with it. But I feel like people don't really do that anymore. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I think streaming has you, changed our value of content and the finiteness or yes, whatever of content. Yes, yeah. it's made it so. The, yeah. The other so slight like detail that it, like was great about it too is you were in line 
to get into a theater to get the best seats. Oh yeah. Because no you didn't get seats. to fucking reserve your seat. Yeah. You just bought a ticket. That's true. And then like they let you into that theater and everybody rushes to try to get the seat with the bar. Everything's you too don't want convenient these in front days. of you. I the convenience, you got to work. I feel like an old man now. You got to work for your <laughs> movie theater seat, okay? Uh, you got to yes. get there early. You got to make an experience. You got to have one person go get the seats, one person stand in line for the popcorn. You got to feel like, that that pressure of saving I, five seats for your God, friends. Yeah. You have to feel that. Nothing makes me more anxious exactly. than being a seat holder guy. Exactly. I hate, it. I hate right. having to be like, it. there are four people here, you just can't see them. Slash, Sorry. they're late and they make me look like an asshole. <laughs> I guess the new. No, Bev's I hate that because like I'm that never still. the late person. I'm always the person You're who's the on, on time. time person, yeah. And so I always have to be that person who's like, "Sorry, there's, yeah, there's four." You have got your coat stretched in the most awkward way possible. Yeah. The, the, there are people there sharing sorry. one coat. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> dick. I like. I do Bag. appreciate that there's reserved seats now. Is common because. I don't want to get to AMC 15 minutes before previews and then have to sit for another 30 See, minutes of previews. But that's you that's wanna know why thing. I don't like that? It's because people walk in fucking late. I like fucking walk fucking in late, late now because I don't want to watch yeah. 30 goddamn minutes yeah. of movie trailers. Oh, I come in for the last trailer or two is how I time things out because yeah. I cannot stand and yeah. trailers are horrible now. They're well, and you see They're all, all the of same. them. Well, you see yeah. all of them, so you're watching the same fucking trailers. That this is the problem. Sorry, we've gotten so far off course here. <laughs> the problem is, I think like AMC thinks that people are only going to come see like one movie, maybe A every year. month or or maybe yeah. even year. Yeah, so they're yeah. like, we need to pack in as many trailers as possible so people know what's gonna be here it's in exhausting. the next 10 years yeah it's fucking awful no wonder people don't want to go to because it's so i think dopamine exhausting it to is. sit through 30 minutes of trailers and then a whole ass movie oh it's i i'm psychotic. spent if i watch a whole 30 minutes of trailers i don't have anything left from the same, movie same yeah and let's, let's talk about this 23 minute episode <laughs> that's the other thing too is like an episode of prodigy is like 23 minutes that's how long trailers are. That's how long are. trailers are. <laughs> so next time you're in a movie theater and you have 30 minutes of trailers, pop out your phone, uh, throw in the headphones, <laughs> load up the Paramount Plus app. And watch If an it works for you on your current device. That's illegal. And watch an episode of Prodigy. It's, it's illegal. It's dangerous. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> what? I'm just getting revenge for you guys saying that me having my AirPods in during driving. That's... <laughs> <laughs> It's illegal. <laughs> That's so illegal. How could you? All right, let's rate this baby. Think Dialogue. I, I got to give them credit for making archival lines work in, in the context right. of this screen. That's I, true. I, I do too. Uh, yeah. I especially love all the harumps from, from Odo, and <laughs> yeah. I'm resigning my, my commission. I'm resigning my commission. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite part of this whole uh, holodeck scene uh, is basically – the last time he plays it where he's just like chaos reigns baby yeah that's not what he says but that's yeah. basically yeah. what he says the like, only way out is chaos <laughs> i mean that's his character that's his solution yeah. right like the kobayashi maru is supposed to reveal who the cat who the person is more mm -hmm. under pressure yeah and his is just spam the spam all the moves in his fighting game sort of <laughs> method right don't don't let your enemy know what's next. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, so I'm going to give it, um, I also like the little Nichelle bit of like, how can you stand it? I like, I love all the little, <laughs> them shitting on, on doll. I'll give it a, I'll give it a yeah. four and a half. I was going to give it a four. I was going to give it a two, five. Cause they did also, a good was like, job. I think there were a few references. I mean, obviously doll says, you know, revenge, the Klingon proverb, revenge is a dish best served cold. That's what Khan says in, uh, in, um, the wrath of Khan. He also yells fire, fire everything, at- which I think is an Eric Bana <laughs> reference. I forgot about that. <laughs> fire everything. Fire everything. <laughs> when he's Nero. Yeah. So, so actually I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to give it a five. Cause it's, <laughs> Four, I'll, I'll bump it up to a 4.5. 4.5? Four, bumping it, bumping it up to a 3. 3? Wow, harsh. I, I liked harsh. it. I just didn't... I don't know. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. It's all good. Not a real fan. I get it. Romance. <laughs> he's, let, he's, letting the, he's letting the animation really there weigh the no, thing There is nothing down. wrong with the animation. You, you guys want reasons? You guys want reasons? <laughs> no, I don't. I actually don't care. All right. Good. That's what I thought. <laughs> Romance. Zero for me. Zero. Zero. I, I guess there's just the one shot. The sex. I'm gonna give it a one for the Jane Eyre bit, just because it's uh that guy, the the Jane Eyre character. Hot guy. But he's not even being romantic. Point five. Point five. You're right. Okay. <laughs> action. Oh, quite a bit actually. Yeah, quite a bit of action. Yeah. They keep blowing up. They, they blow keep blowing up. up. Plus they they blow up the Enterprise D. <laughs> They yeah, blow which up. is very yeah. fun. There's the, the when they invade the Klingon ship and they're phasering and Spock is nerve pinching everybody. By the way, I love this scene because it just shows how much of a superhero Spock actually is. Yeah. And they it's just ridiculous. don't take advantage of it. Yeah. Like and they do it because Spock is just like standing there without moving, nerd like like yeah. Vulcan <laughs> pinching everybody. Like, oh yeah, that why didn't he just do that every time they lo- they boarded a fucking ship like, so I mean, there are points in tos where that is what they do it's like spock get that guy he's like okay cool yeah got it, <laughs> <laughs> got it. <laughs> you always choose spock as a party member in the in the star trek rpg because you oh, just like 100 <laughs> you can get that guy spock, you, you, you get the nerve pinch though the vulcan nerve pinch has to be like a level up like high level up oh thing, yeah because it's too op yeah it's too it's OP. way too, too i gotta watch Spaceballs again because i haven't seen it since i've like watched all this star trek and it's just reminded me of that one scene where, uh, what's his, they're in like the, to, the tubes. Yeah. Trying to nerve pinch me. You're like, are you trying to Vulcan neck pinch me? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, you're missing it. You got to pull it up right <laughs> here. here. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Also, they did a thing where they, one of the programs is skydiving on SETI Alpha 5, which I feel is like kind of a fun. But she's skydiving, but Isn't it's not that- on SETI Alpha 5, is it? Because SETI Alpha 5 is Khan's know. planet where he gets marooned. It just feels like <laughs> kind of fucked up. It's like, do you want to go skydiving at like the that eagle's nest? And- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is I don't know. Uh, like it's just a joke funny. now? Like, oh yeah, remember that place where, we, where Kirk marooned Khan? And- <laughs> We're I, skydiving now. I forgot now. to say this. Uh, but 
I think this might actually be the best explanation of the holodeck that we've had in any of the shows. That's true. It's like very if, concise. If I clear. was going to tell somebody like what a holodeck is, I'd probably show them this scene because I think she does a great job of explaining like you're totally e- correct exactly what it is and how many different places you can go, wherever your dreams take you. Yep. Such stuff dreams are made of. I think she she references the uh, Shakespeare action Five. four for me. Four for Dylan. Even though 4. there's 5. explosions and skydiving and phasering and you know, I, I really try to rate the action like on Mission Impossible level. You know, when I watch Mission uh, Impossible, I get jacked. You know, gotcha. And when I when I watch, you know, it's uh, quantity versus quality. Exactly. When I watch uh, the Transformers, James Bond one, I get jacked. I get jacked when Bashir's beating up all those dudes. Right. I hear you. You know what I'm Darius, saying? Darius, what's your score for action? 4.5. 4.5. Suspense. Zero. You give it a zero? Well, we already know the... Like, we, we know, know it's not unbeatable. Beat it. yeah. yeah. If you know... I mean, if you don't know what the yeah. Kobayashi Maru is, then I guess it's a little suspenseful. I'll give it a two because I'm wondering the whole time, like, what's... Is he going to learn... Like, what's his solution going to be? What's... what's is is he going to overcome guess, his own? There is a little bit because yeah. there's always the the option of maybe he will beat it, even yeah. though I know that it's unbeatable. I'm going to go with one. Okay, one. Yeah, yeah, one point five. One five. That I there was there was the suspense. I was watching it, being like, is he going to beat it? Unbeatable camp. I do like I do like the way that they made it unbeatable though. Is when he put his feet up and <laughs> yeah. just blew up the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, because what the program does is it uses your own character flaws against you. So if you're yeah. if you're going to be arrogant <laughs> and cocky, then that's going to be that's going to backfire on you, right? Camp, <laughs> I'm I'm going to give it a five because combining all these characters and making them part of the crew and also all the Incredibly little references, campy. the Paxel Resort, the Jane, all that stuff. For me, this is very it's campy. Campy. Yeah. So I'm giving yeah. it a five. Yeah, personally. it's a five camp. It's a fiver. Fiver. Quinteros. 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 It's been a while. Uh, stakes. Uh, zero for me. Pretty low. <laughs> I feel like we're all about to just trash stakes because we're like, this can't be too high. Zero. This episode can't uh, there be too high. Zero. <laughs> he, Dahl needs to learn a lesson. And that's like every episode of this show. I know you guys haven't watched it, but like every episode of this show is like, Dahl needs to fucking grow up. And uh, yeah. yeah, but the stakes for doll are very much like if I can't do this, then how are they going to respect me as That's a true. captain? That's true. And like, so That's the true. stakes for him playing this game mm-hmm. are pretty high because that's he's like, true. if if I keep failing this, they're not going to be able to trust me as their captain. And that's all I want to be is their captain. Okay. Like, all right. You convinced me. <laughs> it's a two for me now. Uh, Dylan? So. Point five. I knew he was a new point five. <laughs> um, purely stakes standpoint from a character standpoint, I'm going to have to give it a three because like the stakes are very high for him. That's fair. Point. You said three. Yeah. Okay, cool. Also, I want to ask, did you guys, the explosion of the Klingon ships to me, it looked 
like maybe they were they used the explosion of the bird of Klingon bird of prey that is reused in every single, you know, like in generations. Yeah, I would that they did that. Yeah. I would hope they did that, but I, I didn't. Because like I was I looking like on Memory Alpha, it. like did can can this be confirmed or what? Um, but there's not information on that yet. So, anyways, <laughs> you guys take a look if you're listening to this uh, at this episode and tell me if that's the same Klingon bird of prey explosion because that would be. Really, that'd be awesome. It's, it would be, be really so funny good. that they would have animated the thing that they used to just reuse to save money. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, computer, what's our final score? Calculating two point eight six. That's pretty That's good, not, actually. Not bad. It's, yeah, it's a good it's, holodeck yeah. episode. Yeah, I liked it. They did a good. Don't tanked it. it. I didn't tank Dylan it. Tanked. I was Dylan, just being honest. The used car, used horse salesman, Dylan, tanked it. Question. Does it, it doesn't beat Take Me Out to the Hollow Suite, does it? That's why Dylan tanked it. Because he didn't want it to beat Take Me Out to the Hollow Because, Suite. let's be honest, guys. There's no better holodeck episode than Take Me Out to the Hollow Suite. <laughs> It's just I think there's about have, 10 better it's just episodes. A fact. I think there's like a lot better. Not, yeah. on, not on my <laughs> rank. I, I, I don't tell you guys this, but I have my own ranking system that I do every week. Um, and yeah. take me out to Hall Suite. What about on top. our man Bashir? Two. Second. <laughs> Second best one. Still holding our number one spot. The Dylan list. That's that's yeah. going to leak out as the Dylan list. The, yeah, Look the out. Dylan cut. It's just going to be, take me out to Hall Suite, 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 <laughs> our man Bashir, and then like that weird episode where the, the, the assassin is shooting through walls. I oh, love that episode. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, all right, everyone. Thank you for listening uh, to this episode of Trek to the Holodeck. If you like the podcast, uh, please tell somebody about it. If you know a fellow Trek person, yeah. let I think them that's know. the biggest thing. The biggest thing you can do for us right now is spread the good word of tra- Trek to the Holodeck. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Have you heard have you heard of our Lord and Savior Trek to the Holodeck? <laughs> like just go knocking on doors. He and Evangelical. Uh, maybe get a buddy. Uh, maybe put on like a suit and tie, black tie, white shirt, like mm-hmm. ride a couple bikes around the neighborhood, you know, like uh when you knock on the door, hear everybody inside kind of shuffle around, somebody look through the door and go, Oh fuck. <laughs> oh, I have to deal with these people again. <laughs> What? Incredible! Did I just did I just make us Mormonism? Maybe, maybe, maybe we're Mormon um, now. <laughs> That's okay. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. You know what this episode put me in the mood to watch hmm. for next week? What? The episode with Scotty Relics. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's that put, sounds that fun. Sounds super fun. Uh, we're getting near the end of this season maybe anyway. Him. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. TNG season six, episode four. Relics. Yes. So the one with the Dyson Sphere and everything. So it's one of yeah. my favorite. It's a good episode. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tie this into uh, CBS Viacom. I know what we usually do it at the end, but I'm just going to do it now because for some reason I'm, it's on my mind. Uh, leave us alone, C- Viacom, CBS, or Paramount Global, whatever you're fucking called now. What I wanted to say was the Paramount Plus app, as shitty as it is, I didn't realize this, but they have live channels, like a bunch of different live channels. Really? And they have a Star Trek channel that's just playing Star Trek all the time. The, on the Paramount Plus yes. app? Yeah. So Where is this? It's it's weird. You like scroll down and it says live. And there's like a little red <laughs> The thing. app 
is so terrible that they have features that I don't even know about. It's pretty. They have a bunch of different live channels uh, that just play stuff twenty four seven. They have one Star Trek channel that just plays Star Trek twenty four seven. In case sick. you you can't be bothered or you don't want to think about which episode yes. you want to watch. Honestly, I know I feel like an old man, but that I miss the days where I could just turn the TV on and be like Star Trek all the time. I don't know. So I what don't we know need what's to do. On. What we need to do is once we can uh, start creating some uh, more content uh, and our lives aren't crazy, is as like we'll we'll I don't know maybe we'll make it a paywall thing, but it'll just be like a weekly or monthly day where we just show up, turn on the live Star Trek channel, see what's on, and we just talk about whatever episode. What's happening? I love that. Do a live commentary. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Uh, we also have um, a coffee if you feel so inclined to support us and help us basically keep this podcast running. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are definitely uh, not making any money off of this. This is purely a work of love and friendship. And uh, for all of you listeners, thank you so much for doing it. So um, true. And this podcast will 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 happen uh, regardless. Yes, yeah, we're not going to. We're not like, threatening. Even if, to- even if we're. <laughs> We we are not yeah. So uh, intro and outro music was provided by the artist Body Line. User permission from the U.S. Collective. I like trying to say that as fast. That like, was real fast. That was, <laughs> you did it super fast, dude. That was insane. <laughs> and uh, the computer voice provided provide by Verona Blue. I can't even say that fast. The computer voice provided by I can't do it either. There are too many P's and V's and B's. By Verona Blue. P's, the computer B's, voice was yeah, provided by Verona. 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 Can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Well, V's and B's are in the same place in the formation of sound in your mouth. That's why in some yeah. languages, V's are V's. Provided by. Mm. <sighs> All right, folks. It's been great. Thanks for we listening. We did it. It's been awesome. Thank I know you this so one much. was yeah. a little over the place. Yeah. <laughs> this one was jo- the Joe Rogan well, experience. Yeah. It's a half hour. It's a half hour episode. I feel like whenever we get to do something that's a half hour episode, we have less things to talk about. So we start we talking more about things. more things to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Three, three. All right, computer and program. You spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite, and for a while I almost forgot it was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.